There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the Bucks now, they, were, they had their fourth day of training camp practice on Sunday. And, you know, now fans are coming. It was a... Kind of a friends and family and sweet, you know, sweet holders and season ticket holders and past members were out there. And they kind of put on a show. Again, it's underwear football and all of that. The pads come on today, as a matter of fact, the full pads. They were in shells or whatnot. Um, but let me tell you something, man. The performers come and perform. You know the two guys that were the best players on the field? And it won't be surprising, but this is, I mean... This is July 30th, right? Like when, when this occurred. The two best players on the field were Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They put on a show. And I mean, think about this. Like Evans is in his 10th season, right? And it's it's 100,000 degrees out there. I've never been so hot. I feel for everybody that went. Um, I'm still feeling the effects of it now. But it was melting hot. I mean, like through three shirts type hot. And these guys, of course, you know, they're wearing helmets and all this stuff. But that aside, sure, they're learning a new offense, and, 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 and sure, they like to play football. But if you saw the two, just if you just saw two of the catches that Evans and Godwin made, um, one was a red zone play from Baker Mayfield where Evans just mosses a guy, like reaches over with one hand and kind of pulls it in. The other one, was a deep throw also from Baker Mayfield to Godwin, who's completely covered. And Godwin sort of grabs it over the defender's shoulder with one hand and pins it to his body and falls in the end zone. Like, I'm watching these guys jump, and it's almost to the point where you're like, yeah, I don't know that I want these combat catches right now this early in training camp. But you you can't, you know, you, you once they're out there, these are natural-born competitors, and they just attack the football at its highest point. But I'm telling you, man, I, I think there will come a day, and I don't know when this will happen, maybe a few years from now, maybe many years from now, but whenever their careers are over, well, people will look back and go, wow. You know, I mean, Mike Evans is, is, you know, has a, hall of, a Pro Football Hall of Fame resume, as it, as it turns out right now. But even for Godwin, who is you know, a year removed from the ACL, MCL, um, you know, injury. He is he is great. They have two really good receivers, and I don't know how long they can stay healthy. Maybe they'll make it through training camp. We'll get to an injury that they had with Kalijah Kansi out there on Sunday. Um, but it's remarkable, and that's why Steve they've got to pay Mike Evans. They've got to pay Mike Evans because the the freaking guy can still absolutely play, and you know what. If there's a player in this in this club that probably deserves to finish his career, and I know they signed him to a five-year, $82 million contract a few years ago. This is his last year. He's looking for his third deal. That's the guy you work a deal with. You have to find a deal for Mike Evans. I just think he's too good of a player, 
and he can still do it. Well, and, and you know, look, you're, the Bucks are going to need him to do it this year. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask as your quarterback, yeah, they need Evans and Godwin to have big years. And, yes. and for Chris Godwin, you know, how nice is it to come to camp healthy? Phenomenal. Because last year he was still, you know, recovering, trying to get back. Yeah, yeah trying to get back, and, and you know, wasn't anywhere near a hundred percent at training camp. So when he goes out and is the best player on the field on Sunday, it's terrific. You know, it's hey, I can I can actually play a hundred percent. You know, he may not have been a hundred percent all last season. No, I don't think he was. No, I don't think he was. You know, so this has got to feel really good for him. Mm-hmm. But and he had a, a whole off season. He was there for every OTA, every mini camp, all of that. Mm-hmm. But for Bucks fans and for the Bucks, Evans and Godwin are going to have to be big this year. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get from your tight ends. And and you like Kate Otten, you like Kate Otten's improved. Yeah. Keefe is a guy. Right? But what I'm saying is, is is you've got two guys that you know you can rely on in the passing game. Yep. You'd like to have more than that. Yep. So those two have to come up big, and if they're coming up big, that's going to make it easier on Kate Otten. Going to make mm-hmm. it easier on whether it's Russell Gage or some of the young receivers. Sure. Going to make it easier on Rashad White and the running game. Yep. If if Evans and Godwin are out there healthy and making plays. I, I To me, that's almost the biggest key to this offense at this point. Because if, if one of them is down, it's a lot easier for the defense to go, here's who I'm covering. Yeah, you could double Mike. And they're going to mm-hmm. double Mike anyway. But I think with this offense, um, there's so much more movement that, you know, they've got guys running all different directions all the time. It's going to be difficult, mm-hmm. um, more difficult to double a receiver. And when you do that, if you're just a little bit off, you're going to leave guys wide open. I, I walked off with Evans after practice, and and you know, I mean, these guys, you know, they're out there. It's an, it's an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, and you know, they're they're so hot, and there's there's still the majority of the players. A lot of them stayed. It was you know, family friends day, and and, and they signed autographs for twenty thirty minutes. Mike did that as well. Uh, and I kind of walked off with him and, and, you know, the first thing he said was, man, I just feel great. And he, you know, he's every year, the one thing I'd say that if, if there's a Tom Brady hangover effect, um, Tom greatly influenced Mike, uh, to get into shape, to eat right. Um, you know, he's a guy that's, has always struggled with hamstrings and things like this. He's in tremendous shape. Like he, like I said, he was going full speed or what looked to be full speed, in the fourth practice, you know, in, in July. So he was really getting after it. And he says, hey, I feel great. Now, they're trying to talk to him about a new deal. I mean, he certainly wants one. He's in the final year of his contract, and with all the restructuring and things that he's done to give this team, you know, salary cap room, um, you know, it's kind of left a fairly big, salary cap number for him it's like over 23 million dollars or something like that for this year um but and they're talking they're you know they're they're talking to his agent um and and they would like to do this preferably before the start of the regular season and you know mike i don't think he's i don't think he's worried as much as you know sort of annoyed by it all because this probably should have been done and and it, it's always it always comes down to you know value and and what they think his value is and what he thinks his value is and you hope that that somewhere they meet in the middle um 
but I talked to him and he goes, you know, of course I'd love to finish my career here. He goes, but there's nothing I can really do about it. I mean, I'm, he's like, you know, I'm not going to stay home and kind of make a big deal out of it, you know? So I'm just coming out here working as hard as I can. And we've seen players that are not taking that stance that are staying away. But he said, you know, I'm here. I've always loved being here. I want to stay here. And and he says, I'm sure they want to keep me, but, and this is the key word. It's a business, you know, like, you know, show friends. No, it's show business. You know, he's been a guy that's been fairly durable. He doesn't play all 17 games every year, but consistency is his hallmark. Thousand yards a year, nine straight seasons, um, going for 10. The record, that's a record already to start a career. The record total by Jerry Rice is 11. So he's only two years away from that if he's able to maintain this. And if you want to know where he ranks, and, and, you know, every time there's a discussion, Steve, about the great receivers in the NFL, who do you never hear about? Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Evans is that guy that is left off of every list, right? And I know there's a lot of great players, especially at that position, and a lot of young guys on top of that. Um, here's what I'll say. He's, he is second only to DeAndre Hopkins, okay, who's at the end of his career, um, among active receivers with 10,425 yards. Second among active receivers. And he's got 81 career touchdowns, okay? Now, all I know is that when you're, when you're on a list like that of active players and you're second, you probably should be mentioned a little more than you are when no one mentions you in the top 10. Like, that's the thing. You see these lists and you go, wait a minute, mm-hmm. he's not in the top 10? Well, no, he's second active all time. And here's the thing. It's not like you can say, yeah, but he's starting to slow down now. No, 1,000 yards every year. You know? The only player to ever do that. Yeah. So, like, why are you why, why are you not giving Evans his flowers? So now you think, well, okay, well, what are you going to do with a new contract? Like, what, what's the comp here, right? What's the comparison? Well, here's a guy that came out the same year as Mike Evans, okay? If I told you there's a player, same, same year as Mike Evans, he's actually older. Mike is only 29. Uh, this player came out the same season in the same draft class, 2014, He has 788 fewer receiving yards. That's damn near a season, but 788 fewer receiving yards. But he has six more touchdowns. Now, last year was the outlier. Mike only had four or five touchdowns. He's normally up around 11 or 12 or 13. But, okay, so six more TDs, good for him. But 788 fewer receiving yards. He recently signed, a year ago, a five-year one hundred and forty million dollar deal with sixty five point six seven million guaranteed. I always look at the guarantee and I go, okay, so let's say that's a three year twenty one twenty two million dollar a year contract, right? Um that player is Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I mean Devontae Adams, everybody always oh, the best he's the best receiver in football. Well, guess what? Mike Evans has done more. And Mike Evans, last time I checked, has a Super Bowl ring, right? Been to Pro Bowls, all of that. So, I mean, he's going to get paid. He should get paid. It's going to be in excess of 20-something million dollars. I don't know how many years they'll make it. It'll actually save them money on the salary cap because, it's, like I said, a salary cap's damn near $24 million for all the restructuring he did. Um, 
It just makes too much sense not to do it, and yet it's not done. What's the goal? There's no hard deadline, but you want the guy to start the season knowing this is behind him. You like you want to get this done before you get to Minnesota if you can on September 10th. Um, and like I said, he's excited about where he's at. He said, look, I feel great. We're throwing the ball over the field. I love what Dave Canales has got going for us. It's hard to double team when you're all over them. That's what I love. And he's really looking forward to this year. And he's genuine about that. So hopefully they get it done for him sooner than later. Um, but the dude, him and Godwin absolutely put on a show on Sunday. If you were out there, you know what I'm talking about. And um, it was impressive. Not so good on the uh, injury front. And this happened fairly early in practice. Kalijah Kansi, their first round pick from Pitt. The defensive tackle who has looked so good. And again, the pads don't come on until today, so it's hard to judge those guys. But we know he's extremely quick. They're counting on him to start next to Vita Vea. Uh, he went off the field on a golf cart. Now, the good news about that is he was sitting in the front seat, not in the back. Uh, he screamed. He, he kind of yelled a little bit and, and grabbed his calf. It is a calf strain. Um, this is a fairly common injury with this heat, especially for the big guys. Dehydration is real. You get a lot of soft tissue injuries, but he's going to have an MRI and try to determine, um, how much time this will cost him. It's not a good thing. It's like pretty bad timing. Could be worse. You're not in a regular season yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but you wanted this guy to get reps, right? Like you want this guy to be able to play in preseason games to get going because you're going to count on him for so much that you hope this doesn't knock him out for a while. Yeah, he and Joe Burrow having calf problems. That's right. Camp, so. That's right. Joe Burrow out for several weeks, just for not saying it's the exact same injury, but... No, but still. Uh, they're hopeful he'll be back for opening day. Yeah. As far as... Did they Burrow. sign another quarterback? I'm just curious. They did for practice. I mean, it's he's not... Just to have three in camp. Yeah, it's right? to have another one for camp, for reps, for, you know, all that stuff. So. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yep. Yeah, Joe B needs to get back for sure. Um, yeah, you know, all, uh, really did. Todd Bowles wasn't going to have much to say about this injury. I mean, they're just going to, they're just going to, you know, do the MRI and hopefully he said it's not that bad and he'll get back. And, mm -hmm. um, but he was adapting so fast and, and he, he's one of these kids that not a kid, but he's one of these guys that is like an old soul. Like he's just a hard worker. Uh, loves the the cerebral part of the game, really studies football, really works it at knowing where he's supposed to be and studying the game. Um, but, man, so much is expected of him that, um, you know, you certainly hope that, you know, he can get back sooner than later. All right, we got more bucks to talk about from over the weekend, especially the incredible story of Ryan Jensen and his comeback. Uh, but first, you guys already know it's hurricane season in Florida, but there's still some time to keep the power on without breaking the bank. That's getting solar battery backup power from May Electric Solar. With solar battery backup power, there's no fuel cost, no loud generator noise, no annual maintenance costs. Plus, May Electric Solar offers a 15-year warranty. Solar battery backup can save you hundreds of dollars each month, and if you lose power, a generator could cost over $2,000 a week just to keep your house running. New solar battery backup systems qualify for a 30% tax credit or you can add a battery to your existing M-Phase solar system. Trust the pros in solar. To learn more about May Electric's solar battery backup or to get started, call 
888-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. So one of the more remarkable stories that I've ever been around on this team, and I've been around a long time, is the story of Ryan Jensen and what he's, what he's attempting to do and how he's attempting to do it. I remember last year, in fact, when we talked to him um, the other day, it was the one-year anniversary of him shredding his left knee. And nothing he did wrong, uh, just, you know, simply Logan Hall fell across him, got, you know, pushed pushed a little bit by Aaron Stinney um, right into the inside of his knee. And we all remember that day, uh, second day of training camp, five plays before uh, the practice was over, the scream that he let out, um, you know, the the instant angst and reaction by his teammates, including Tom Brady, who kind of fell to one knee and you felt like there was more on his mind than just Jensen's injury, but that certainly set him back as well. Um, and, you know, when Ryan went in and they, they started looking at stuff, like they knew it wasn't good right away. Like they knew it was bad, but like how bad, right? And, you know, after they did sort of the initial examination of him and stuff, um, you don't know about the ACL, whether it's complete tear or not, but but they knew it was serious, and the trainer, Bobby Slater, told him as much that, like, you know what, man, that's probably your season. But then, you know, there's also a possibility it could be more than that, more than just this season. Um, but the interesting thing about this whole journey that Ryan Jensen has been on is that he opted not to have surgery. And, and I'm, you know know nothing about medical science, but I've been around the game a long time. And universally, if you tear a knee ligament, much less more than one, you're going to go under the knife, right? Like you have to have those surgically repaired. Um, there's too much scar tissue. And that's the only way to, you know, to put those ligaments back into place. Here's a guy who tore his ACL, his PCL, and his MCL, as well as the lateral meniscus. And he fractured the tibia head. Uh, and then, you know, when he was down on the ground, his kneecap was rolled around the left side of his leg. Okay. So when we talked to Ryan and kind of recounted, you know, his injury and stuff, his five-year-old son, Wyatt, was sitting right over there. And, and he got emotional over this, just one part of his story, which was, you know, he said he came home after the injury that day and he had to explain to his son that, you know, hey, Dad, I got hurt today and I won't be able to play football. You know, well, 10 minutes later, his dad, his kids, you know, ask him, hey, can we go out and play? And he's like, no, I'm like, I'm in a cast. I can't walk. Uh, and, he's, and he broke down saying how hard it was to disappoint his kid and how brokenhearted he, that his son was for him. Um, and just, you know, in that moment, uh, it just gave him some clarity as to what's important. Football is very important, but you know what? Family is family is sort of everything, uh, and and so he went and got recommendations from five doctors. Okay, and guess what? They all recommended reconstructive surgery as a way to repair it. You go to a surgeon; he's going to tell you you need surgery, right? Uh, and and yet he found another way uh, through his agent. He was referred to uh, Don Shelbourne, who's an orthopedic doctor in Indianapolis, who said, wait a minute, we can do a non-operative solution. I'd never heard of this. I'm still not, I'm still sort of 
questioning just how successful this will be. But this is what he decided to do. And, you know, after getting five separate opinions. And so he ended up going to Indianapolis and staying at the JW Marriott there, which I know very well from the Combine. Um, and he said, look, it was tough being away from family and all that. I think he gained 12 pounds. He was ordering Uber Eats every night, uh, binge watching on Breaking Bad and stuff like that. And then just the mental part of it. But he could see the swelling was subsiding. He could put his hands inside the cast. And uh, you know, and then it, it was further tests that revealed that there was only a partial tear, not a full tear in the ACL, which I think is key. Okay, so he stays up there 12 days or whatever it was, 10, 11 days, 10 days. And then in November, he's still not on IR. The Bucks kept him on the roster. Then in November, he flies to Antigua, and he gets stem, stem cell uh, therapy, gets injected with stem cells cultivated from the umbilical cords donated from mothers who had had cesarean sections in that country. Um, and you know what? He says his knee started to improve slowly. And there was no way it seemed like he would play the same year in 2022. But late in December, um, he got back on the practice field. Now, he did tell us, you know what? Looking back, I probably shouldn't have played because I really wasn't ready to go. Um, But at the same time, he said it was, you know, one of those deals where he wanted to be out there, help his team, be with his guys. It was an honor to be back on the field. And it turned out, you know, to be Tom's last game and all of that. Um, but he said, you know, just running out of that tunnel against the Cowboys, forget the result that he said, you know, it was different for me. It brought back all kinds of memories. Um, this is a guy from Colorado Pueblo who made it to the NFL and he, he's come out for about 150 games in his career, but he said, you know, this was like the 21 year old kid that had been reignited all the fire and the passion and all of that. So he's feeling good but he's not practicing every day and he hasn't had any teamwork. And I'm just, you know, I'm trying to think that if he had had surgery, right? Cause this happened second day of training camp a year ago, even with all this surgery, I'm pretty sure he'd have been, you know, probably doing a lot right about now or as much as he wanted to do, but they say they have a plan. Um, we'll see well, when, when he's in pads, we'll see, if they play him at all in the preseason, and maybe they don't want to risk it. Um, But at some point, he's got to go back out there, and we got to see whether this this idea will work or not. But, um, you know, right now, he's, um, they say he's on track, and, you know, if they can get Ryan Jensen back at center, that's going to be huge. I just can't believe that he sort of took this path. And, And you know what? There was a time one day, once, Stephen, you know this, where pitchers would blow out their elbows, right? Mm-hmm. And that owner ligament or whatever. And then Dr. Frank, was it Frank Job? I think, created this procedure. And the first one to receive it, who was Tommy John. And now forever, when that ligament is damaged in the elbow, they call it Tommy John surgery. I'm wondering, and I asked Ryan this, you know, more players going to reach out and decide, you know what, I don't want surgery on my ACL or my MCL or my PCL, whatever. Um, I want to do the stem cell therapy. And if so, maybe Jensen will be known for more than just being a center in this league. You know, maybe it'll be, maybe. The I think it'll, we'll see how he comes back. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's you know, a good point. We'll see how successful 
you know this path is and and how he's able to perform this year and in in, in the next right but you know anytime players can avoid surgery it's an option they want to look at sure and and some thought that maybe surgery would be you know there's too much damage there and that he might not play again um if he if he had surgery so he's happy with his decision um they certainly need him but he's still not on a practice field so uh until he gets out there and I can see him play as Ryan Jensen, that's the deal. It's not just a matter of being out there, but can you be your old self? Can you bring that snarl and that grit to that offensive line that he's known for? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, I guess some good news on the Tampa Bay Rays front. I mean, they took two out of three in Houston, which uh, is a tough place to play. The Astros have been playing well, and finally, at least on Sunday, they scored eight runs, which is like a week's worth, it seems. So it was the first time in over a week they had scored more than four. Wow. It was the first time in over two weeks they had scored six or more. That's incredible. So you can get half-price pizzas today, which you know hadn't <laughs> been able to do for over two That's weeks. Right. So. Yeah. So you can feed your family again now. Thank God. No, but it was uh, it, was, it was a good showing. And um, you know who's heating up a little bit, folks? The guy you wanted to cut. Real Brandon big. Lau. Yep. Dog is you know, hot. He's swinging a hot stick, man. Another home run. I think he's had four in 11 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is exactly the type of hitter that he is. This is what they need him to do. Um, the best thing you can say really about the Rays before this road trip was that this July was almost over because they were having a historically bad, and I mean really bad, July. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've you know they've got another day or two in it. They move on to uh, New York where they're going to yeah. play the Yankees, which yeah. will be uh, – Yankees didn't help series. the Rays on Sunday night. They were facing the Orioles, and the Orioles scored six runs before they recorded it out. Before they got it out? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> That's not helping. That's throwing the game. Um, <laughs> so the Rays remain a game and a half back. Yeah. Well, that's good they won then. Yes. But they got some, good, some, the Rays got good news Sunday. Well, they a couple, did. couple things. couple things, first of all, before we get to the F news. Yeah. How about a former Ray returning and dealing for three innings? Erasmo it's, Ramirez. Erasmo, I had completely forgotten about Erasmo. He was one of my favorite players because he always had joy with him when he went on the mound, but it usually didn't turn out very well. But he was one of those guys in the era of the opener where he was he, he could be an opener, a bulk inning guy, a late inning guy. They pitched him a lot, and he's been to four other teams since he left here and did nothing with any of them. Mm-hmm. But, he, boy, he was dealing for them, and that really saved their bullpen a little bit. Yeah, so they say they signed him to a minor league deal about a month ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And when Taj Bradley couldn't go very far on Saturday, unless the Rays got pummeled seventeen to four, Taj didn't go very deep. So Colin Foche, or Calvin Fauche had to go deep, and they had to use a lot of other pitchers. Tried to pitch Renee Pinto, still had to go to Deekman in the ninth because uh, Pinto was giving it up. But 
So then they had to make a move. Fauché got sent down to Durham. They called Erasmo Ramirez up, and he looked great for those three innings. And really good. By the way, Zach Littell looked really good too. Awesome. And the, the most he's pitched, the deepest he's gone, most pitches he's thrown, gave up just two runs through five innings, got the win. I was talking to somebody, and they're like, you know, well, the trade deadline's Tuesday, but the Rays have found their fifth starter. I said, fifth? He's their fourth. He passed Taj Bradley already. That's right. Well, Taj got lit up. Yeah, he has not yeah. looked very good lately. No, and I keep saying to myself, you know, he's 22. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's young. Now, but having said all that, they didn't score a lot of runs as, as they as they have not very much this month. So mm-hmm. that's been a big part of it. You mentioned the good news is that Zach Eflin um, is still not sure he's going to be able to pitch again. No, he says um, he's good to go. He's pitching Tuesday. Oh, that's right. He's going Tuesday. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I stand yep. corrected. You're exactly right. It's a Mark Tompkins story. Um, he's improved, and he's supposed to start at Yankee Stadium. Uh, he threw a 25-pitch bullpen on Saturday, and then he woke up and, and felt really good uh, to put himself back in position to pitch on Tuesday. You're right. So, you know, he's going to have some days to recover, and um, you just can't afford to lose, you know, any more starters, especially as good as Eflin has been. Uh, tweaked his knee, uh, I guess, tried to cover first base, got it caught in the mound, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he says he feels pretty good, so. Uh, yeah, trending up. Good for them. Speaking of gotta... starting pitching, you know, one team loading up in the American League. The Texas Rangers made trades for Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery, and then reliever Jordan Hicks. I mean, that's like the three top guys that everybody was after, and they got them on the same team. Mm-hmm. What the heck did they give up, their whole minor league system? Um, so for the, the Mets deal with Scherzer, they gave up uh, Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother. Oh, wow. Younger brother. And the Mets are eating $35 million of the contract. <laughs> the old money ball thing. No, they think so much of you. They're paying us, They're paying you $35,000 not, yeah. not to play for their team. Uh, so next year, Max Scherzer, just, this is, Max Scherzer next year will get thirty five, more than $35 million from two different teams that he's not playing for, in addition to the 20-some million that Texas will be paying him next year. What? Because the Nationals are still paying Scherzer. Good Lord. And the Mets now. (laughs) Jesus. I think Bobby Bonilla had a good deal. Yeah, no, Scherzer's uh, sitting pretty. He's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, the Rangers are good. I mean, they have Mm -hmm. had had the top offense in the American League. Um, Certainly the Rays have had their struggles with them at times. And, you know, if, if they get all that pitching and... Uh, get into the playoffs, I feel pretty good about their chances. The question is going to be, do the Yankees get back in it with Aaron Judge? So he's back, played Saturday, but did not start Sunday. I'm guessing I didn't see the game since they were down 6 nothing. Right, right. early. Uh, I'm guessing he didn't come in at that point. No. So I expect he'll probably play tonight against the Rays, but I don't mm-hmm. know if he'll play every game at this point. I think they're slow playing him back in. Yeah. It's a big series, man. It's a big series for both teams. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I mean the, the Rays need to to get some momentum and some wins under their belt, and mm-hmm. the Yankees are sitting in last place in the AL East still. So. Yeah. And you know Judge, if he were to get hot and able to stay in the lineup, he could carry them as uh, as he did a year ago. But, um, yeah, it's a good start to the road trip. You win two out of three at Houston. It's a nine-game road trip, 10 days, so mm-hmm. uh, you just got to keep stacking the series and, well, and hope that – Your hope is, look, is. if you could take two out of three from New York, then you go to Detroit where you got a shot to sweep that series. 
Yeah, you do. And that could be a really if you go seven and two on this road trip, you're doing fine. Now, even if you go six and three, you're happy with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with Detroit on the back end of this, you know, you've got a shot. Especially if the bats, it, yeah, the bats come alive. And and Randy Rosarena wasn't, I guess, part of the lineup uh, the other day. But uh, you know, Josh Lowe swung a hot bat and mm-hmm. had a big, big bases loaded double. And and um, like you mentioned, I mean, I think I think Brandon Lau keeps doing with Brandon Lau things, which is hitting the ball out of the yard. Um, that's going to make it better for everybody. A couple more hits by Yandy Diaz. So by the way, yeah, Wander Franco day. had a great play at short. Oh my God! He went all Derek Jeter on somebody, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, and they called it safe initially, but it, they overturned it. It was out. It was like one of those in the hole, turn, leap, and make a one one hop throw to mm-hmm. first and barely get the guy. It was in, it was phenomenal. Yep, he's playing good ball, and you know the bats got to come around. They just need they need him and Randy to hit. And I think if they do, everybody else won't feel that pressure. Um, but yeah, scoring eight runs what felt like it'd been a couple months since that happened in. They've only got one more day in July. That's the best thing. Turn the calendar here, <laughs> coming up pretty soon because it was it was a historically horrible, wretched uh, month for them. You you want to win about at least fifteen, sixteen games each month. You do that, you're going to win ninety something, uh, and you have a pretty good year. But you can't go around winning five and six and seven games in a month. That's not not going to get it. So, um, big good for them to go in there. And Houston's a tough place to play. Good ball club down there, and uh, and they're able to take care of business. Well, the Rays will start their series against the Yankees. The Bucks are back at practice. It's going to be an emotional day out there. Uh, if everything goes to plan, we're supposed to talk with Shaquille Barrett, who, of course, him and his wife, Jordana, um, suffering through the worst of experiences with the drowning of their two-year-old daughter back in May. Uh, he has come back um, despite all that battled through an Achilles injury. He's been out there running around looking really good. Uh, the good news is that they both have learned uh, that she is expecting a little baby daughter. She's about two or three months pregnant right now. Um, so th- that's a great story. But, you know, Shaq Barrett um, uh, is going to have a chance to talk to us, and I'm, I'm, sure, it will, uh, I'm sure it will be emotional. It is, it is just thinking about it just because of what, you know, what they went through, um, you know, in May. Uh, and so we'll have a chance to talk to him. You can also get your uh, mailbag questions in. You can do that sending them to us on Twitter at NFL Stroud or at Sports Day TB. Um, you can reach my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 